Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk the obesity epidemic, pumpkin spice lattes, and the 25th anniversary of the Mighty Ducks with actor Aaron Schwartz. Stay so. tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, Fit Club. Welcome, Fit Clovers. What do we have on there? Lit by Kiosmos? The Kiosmos. Oh, uh, yes. right. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> We're getting that good, that good sweat for, for this uh, episode of Fit Club. Uh, as always, my name is Shaka Smith. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. I'm joined by my guest co-host, guest co-host, Sarai. I'm the guest co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'll take yeah, it. It rhymes. the West Coast. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the coast guest coast. co-host. <laughs> uh, Funny Sarai is on Twitter. It's F-U-N-N-Y-S-A-Y-R-I-E. And on Instagram, Funny Sarai on Sarai. I mean, on Facebook, it's just Sarai. Just go ahead and like that page. Okay, <laughs> keep it simple. <laughs> Drop the funny. Okay, and of, and of course, we are joined by Mr. Aaron Schwartz. Where can they find What's you? Up? Uh, Aaron Schwartz 11. That's A A R O N S C H W A R T Z 11. And you can get me there. It's Twitter, Instagram, You're on Facebook. Everything. <laughs> Tumblr, <and I>. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you for joining. This is awesome, uh, especially like 25th anniversary of the Mighty Ducks. It's got to yeah. be exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, tomorrow mm-hmm. they're going to have a whole big uh, thing at El Capitan. Wow, yeah, time just flies. Flies. Wow. Yeah. Now, are you a huge hockey fan? I don't want to put you on the spot. No, but, unfortunately, okay, no? I'm not. I was. I was mm-hmm. when I filmed it. Um, before I filmed it, I had no idea about uh-huh. hockey at all, and then mm-hmm. I got really into it for a couple years, and then. Uh, Lost interest, I guess. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. Um, well, we got to talk a little bit about the obesity epidemic. Um, you know, I guess we all know it's you mm-hmm. know an issue, especially here in America. But you know, a new study came out, and they're finding it's the highest ever. Um, yeah. So they found that forty percent of adults um, are suffering from obesity, and nineteen percent of youth. And of course, when you break it down by race, it's about Hispanics forty-seven percent, mm-hmm. blacks around forty-six point eight, whites about thirty-seven point nine, and Asians um, twelve point seven. But childhood obesity is rising too, as well. Yeah. And so it's a huge, a, a huge issue. And when we talk about obesity, um, I do say that some people might be caught in this weird thing because I think technically I'm obese based on my BMI. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? So yeah, because wow. they look at your weight to height ratio, and they and they place you. Um, in depending on where you fall in the na- number scale. So uh-huh. if you're over 30, you're obese. But if you have a lot of muscle, but you're lean, sometimes okay. it can mess up the BMI. <laughs> so oh, if yeah. you have, oh, if you're if like a oh, too much muscle, then it looks like yeah, it may have, yeah. Huh. That's and crazy. So you do have to um, BMI is a great uh, metric, but at the same time you have to be practical about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what nobody's your, looking at you. Going, yeah. you're obese. <laughs> do you know your percentage, your body fat? Um, when I had it tested maybe a year ago, and I feel like I'm in the same shape. It was about yeah. four point seven, four point eight. So you know, I just try to stay lean. It's not too bad. But That's this guy good. can tell us a little something about staying lean, and uh-huh. I guess. You, you know, as a child, you were a little chubby. You can say that. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were fluffy and adorable. Okay. Okay. As, as a woman, you're fluffy, yeah. and, fluffy adorable. and adorable. <laughs> and so, uh, I've heard fat before. Yeah, yeah. Fluffy and adorable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No problem. And so, uh, you know, they're, they're mentioning things like soda taxes that might help with the, the fall in childhood BC. Uh-huh. But what was it for you that kind of made a difference? I don't know, like, if taxing soda. I mean, they, they're doing it with cigarettes and they're doing it with everything they're trying to like stop people from mm-hmm. making the decision by making them broke by yeah <laughs> and it's like i don't think that's the way to go i think it's you know it's like anything it's not to compare it to drugs but i mean if somebody's an addict they're not going to stop unless they want to stop yeah so i think childhood obesity uh needs to needs to come from the parents the parents really need to really? D- uh, instill in their children that this is not healthy that this is not not the way to go and i think a lot of parents 
baby their kids. And I think a lot of parents want their, you know, what, however they were brought up. Let's say they were born and brought up well, and they 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 like to you know, feed them, give them food, and give them candy uh-huh. to like that's, kind that's, of give them affection. And, and, and I think that's like the worst thing you can do. That's like a child. babysitter when and you're when you're exactly, child. They yeah. like, oh, you make it too much noise. Go eat this lunch boy. Yeah, you know, worry, watch TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go like, take a lunch. And a lot of parents take comfort if they're themselves are obese and yeah. eating with the child, so they they everyone feels sort of like accepted and mm-hmm. you know. But it's not it's doing a disservice to the child. Mm-hmm. Right. But how old were you when you made a switch? Um, you know, when I was doing the, I guess I was about eight years old when I started gaining weight. Yeah. Um, it had a lot to do with uh, the way I what was brought up. My parents didn't really feed me candy, but, you know, my mother and father were separated. And when I went to go visit my father, a lot of times he was like, eat whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> that's how dads do. And my mom was like, you know, she was, they were both like organic hippies mm-hmm. when they were together. So they... I mean, I grew up eating nori seaweed before it was like a, oh, wow. a thing. That was like, I don't know what was a fad in that. But. <laughs> it was like 87. In 1987, I was eating nori seaweed, yeah. and that wasn't even a, a thing. thing. No. Yeah. So, like, I don't know how it happened, but I think throughout the divorce and through the whole thing, I was just, you know, self-medicating, I guess, as a child, eating crap. And wow. by the time I was about 10, I was obese. That's yeah. interesting that you said self-medicating as mm-hmm. a child. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I guess we don't really think how uh, food is comfort for children at a young age. Like, yeah. if they stressed out about school or tests or something like that, yeah. they may turn to Snickers. Yeah, they don't vocalize it. They don't know how to vocalize yeah. it, but that is how that's they cope a lot of times. That's yeah. interesting. So wow. I think it needs to start from when they're a kid and kind of, I think, you know, parents really need to instill in their so, children that it's not healthy and kind mm-hmm. of cr- create a pattern of habit for their children exactly. that carries on to when they're adults. So were you like 15, 16, like, thir- like when did you, you say? You leaning out. Yeah, yeah I, guess mm-hmm. I, I guess it was, I mean, naturally I started leaning out, but I still, like I sent you a picture, I yeah. still was chubby even a year and a half ago. I, I guess you could call it skinny fat. There were mm-hmm. there were moments where I'd have like a little bit of a belly and, you know, I've got that Eastern European tire going uh-huh. on. <laughs> and I am, I am naturally, I would be overweight. Like, my mm-hmm. body naturally, if I didn't just wants eat to hold well, on. it just yeah. wants to hold on to some of that, that good stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, I mean, I guess when I was 16, 17 is when I really made the decision to eat well and work out. But it's been a long process. Mm-hmm. I'm still yeah. I'm still fighting it, you know? I'm still trying to stay lean and be healthy and not, not diet to the point where it, it's harmful to my yeah. body, but at the same time, you know, still and- enjoying myself. How important was that as a child actor? You know, fitness and staying. Or was that your look? Were your agents like, or, no, no, don't no. get yeah. skinny, eat some more. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're not gonna when get casted. You when know, I was in, <laughs> when I was doing heavyweights, when the ducks not so much, but when I was doing heavyweights, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> he's like, puff up and puffing down were the lane. Just like whatever uh-huh. you kids want. You want yeah. some Twinkies? We yeah. got more Twinkies. Uh-huh. We're gonna bring a lifetime supply of Twinkies uh-huh. on there. Uh-huh. So you, you know, they wanted to keep us plump. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, it was it's it's a decision that I kind of made. Through the business as well, because I, I thought, how many you know fat movies can I do? How many movies can I do about being mm-hmm. obese? And I mean, you can, I can, could have mm-hmm. been, you been a career, overweight. Though, yeah, yeah. Was, that, been that. was it Seth Rogen? He, yeah. he does well, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. I should gain weight again. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, maybe I'll. Maybe you I'll always get the lady back. at the end, either way, yeah. whether you're small yeah. or big. Yeah. You yeah. always get the chick. You know, it's rigged in your favor. You know, it's written in the script. Well, some of the things that they do say to kind of really, I guess, help kids is obviously no fast food. And eat healthy together. Not just telling your kid to eat healthy. You know, you give them the character, then you reach for something Yeah, they else. eat the Snickers. But eat healthy together. <laughs> and so don't isolate the kids to being, like, people that eat healthy away from you. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? um, something that I thought was really interesting was 
they're finding tart cherry juice might be a cure for uh, or a help mm -hmm. in um, delayed onset muscle soreness. And we were just talking about this because you you walked yeah. in and you were like, "Oh, my legs my are killing me." My calves are killing me. My calves never kill me. I mean, yeah, I've just been walking. A lot. I've been. I'm a New Yorker, so I've been prone to walking. And I just recently, I was I made the decision. I was like, I'm going to start like parking my car somewhere. And just walking from place to place, as opposed yeah. to driving three blocks, which is an LA thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. drive yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's uh, taking effect on my calves. And so, um, do you do anything? They also looked at icing um, as being effective, and they did find that icing was far more effective than heat. Mm. Um, so, do you ice or do you use heat? Do you do the cryotherapy, which is really popular in Hollywood these I've, days? I've mm. done cryotherapy a couple of times. I, yeah. I wish I could do it more, but no. Yeah. I, I mean, I ice. I ice yeah. sometimes. Uh, this morning, I did ice my my calves so yeah <laughs> and, and for those who don't know what it is that's when you freeze the cryotherapy yeah yeah, yeah so you, if you walk freeze in. it yeah see i know i, I got it yeah <laughs> you walk in they give you a liquid nitrogen they, there's mm -hmm. liquid nitrogen in i guess the chamber you stand <laughs> in this chamber and it's just it's like it's freezing cold but not in an uncomfortable way uh -huh. it just gets to this point where it gets uncomfortable for a second and then you get out of there and you feel like a million bucks but you feel like it's like a 1990s Batman movie you know? yeah. nice in there, yeah. get in the get in the chamber Mr. Freeze Mr. Freeze you know? yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger shout out to Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> now that's fitness <laughs> yeah so I, I love this whole article about um, delayed onset muscle soreness and for those who don't know really what it is is not the soreness you feel when you're working out it's the soreness you get a day or two later and si it's crazy that in 2017 they're still not exactly sure why it happens they think it might happen to um, it might have something to do with repairing the muscles as yeah. they're being torn. Yeah, it rips um, and then that's the way it builds. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But people thought it might be lactic acid, um, but it seems like that actually goes out of your system within a few hours of working out. Mm -hmm. um, so they find that ice is the one thing they do know is effective, but they're not even sure of the mechanism by which it works. But they knew it reduces inflammation in the body. They and, just know it works. Yeah. And it's yeah. better than heat. Yeah, it's better than heat. Mm -hmm. And tart cherry juice has been found to do the same thing. Um, in a couple of studies, it reduces the inflammation, and they found that people that were on the tart cherry juice... Um, had had a lot less soreness than those who weren't on it, but you have to watch the sugar. You got to be mm -hmm. on the tart cherry. It's not yeah. like a drug. Yeah. I'm on, on the tart cherry. Yeah, yeah. Give me some of that tart cherry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the cherry pie. <laughs> but with everything, you got to watch the sugar. So mm -hmm. yes. that's huge. Very important. But you, you mean like natural cherries, though? You don't mean no, just yeah, tart, extract? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, tart cherry yeah, juice, yeah. and they have the ones that are concentrated, but still, mm -hmm. there's gonna be natural sugar in there. So if you're just downing this stuff all day, maybe you work out four or five hours, and you might gain some weight. You gain some weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything dietary-wise that you had to change or switch up as you were getting older and getting fit? Don't eat 25 chicken nuggets in, <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> is that a change? Or uh -huh. <laughs> I did that last night. <laughs> so I'm not perfect. Yeah, I ran a lot today. That's another reason. I was, I was like, I can't believe I did this. <laughs> do, yeah, do you have a... Do you have like a uh, a regimen that you do when you feel you've eaten too much or you've kind of yeah, fallen what, what off? Is your, what is your guilt food? Mental. Yeah. Mental regimen I have because I feel like, you, I mean, if, if somebody who's in shape like you, I'm, I'm getting there and I feel like if you fall off a day or two, you're not going to really see, I mean, you'll see it, but nobody yeah. really is going to yeah. see a change Yeah. as long as you just don't keep it up. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I think the key is for anybody who's in really good shape, we're that way because we're kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we kind of have this thing in our head that goes, oh, I can't believe I just did that. You know? 
And I think the trick is to not allow yourself to panic and just kind of go, well, I just ate 25 chicken nuggets. Well, got to go to work. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to wake up the next morning, yeah, and just not do it again. I had a nice salad today from Whole Foods. I chilled. Oh, I relaxed. Okay. I had nice. my kombucha. <laughs> nice. I had an almond milk latte, not a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, you know, I'm taking it easy. So I think that's, that's key is to kind of mentally yeah. not panic. Nice. How important is a cheat day for you, though? Do you need, are you the type of person that needs cheat days? I automatically take them, so I don't know uh, if I, like, I automatically just cheat like once, once a, a while. Like once a week on the weekends? How I, consistent is it? I think it's about once a week. To, uh, may, recently, it's been, like, once every two weeks. Oh. So I think that's, and I, I could see a difference. My body has mm-hmm. been getting better, and I think it's because I don't, I don't think a cheat day is necessary. I think if you really diet. Really? Pro- if you really have, not mm-hmm. even diet, if you really have a proper uh eating schedule and, and, and you really start to enjoy the way you eat like I eat clean and I love eating clean because it feels good yeah uh-huh. you know the chicken nuggets I had yesterday I feel like up oh. for a week I'm gonna feel like crap and I don't yeah. want to do that again it, it already deterred me gotcha. so yeah. I think the trick is to really enjoy what you're eating mm-hmm. and you don't really need a cheat day and mm-hmm. that's that's why I always tell people I, I I hate the idea of a cheat meal or if I'm eating some sort of cake and is that your cheat meal yeah. no 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 like my, my diet is something I enjoy with a full palate. So yeah. nothing that I eat is a cheat because I'm not ever like going away from like my diet. You He's know? also a little crazy because I, <laughs> I, I remember I had lunch with him like, a couple months back with our friend Dan and, and we were sitting there and there was a Cake. Just a piece of lettuce. And, and, oh. and Dan's grabbing, like, cake and cake and cake. And, and he's like, well, don't you want a bite? And you're like, I know what that tastes like. <laughs> that's a Willpower. great... Willpower. That's a great... I, I know that... Is it something new to me? Is it going to be, like, an epiphany? Yeah, it's no, going to be really good. Like. If uh-huh. I don't really, yeah, exactly. And then when I do have it and it's really good, then it's, it's not a cheat to me. It's just how I'm eating. You yeah. know what I mean? So what are your diets? What do you, what do you, what do you mostly eat, Shaka and uh, Aaron? Like, what are your... I want your Shaka. Well, for me... He's the one with the 4% body fat, huh? <laughs> well, you know, it, it changes because, you know, when my schedule changes and the diet changes, you know what yes. I mean? But right now, I'm waking up pretty early. Um, I start with a protein shake. Okay. Um, for lunch, it's, I'm vegan, so for lunch, it's going to be probably another protein shake, but, like, one that I buy as opposed to the one I just mix it home with the water and protein. Uh-huh. Um, so a tasty protein shake at lunch with also, like, a, I like to do wraps lately. I've been doing these collard green la- wraps mm. from Margot and Linda's. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the wrap is the collard green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, so, a, like, great, yeah. so good. Yeah. So good. Um, so I have those for lunch. And then dinner, I just I have, like, Beyond Meat or a Gardein. And I'll make a lot of it, and I'll make it with like a vegan, um, gluten-free pasta, and that's where I get some of the carbs I need for the energy. So all I'll have a meat, heavy, heavy dinner. All those meat eaters out there think this is boring. Yeah. They're just yeah. like, yeah. that yeah. sounds yeah. horrible. I, mean, I wish I they want could my taste charcuterie it. plate. I wish you could Where's taste the steak? it. It's good. <laughs> yeah. It really, if you get used to it, it really is. I mean, I'm uh-huh. I'm not vegan, vegan. I'm I'm like pesco ovo, I guess you would say. Yeah. Pesco. Like, oh, yeah. Tell them what that it's, is. It's like <laughs> okay. I'll eat. It's all this I lingo eat, I don't out. eat red meat. Uh huh. Um, I normally don't eat chicken. See, I'm not very strict, so yesterday I did eat chicken, <laughs> if you can call it actual chicken. McDonald's yeah. is not real chicken. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but uh, on average, it's like uh, eggs, um, fish, and then just, and no no red meat, no poultry. It's just so eggs turkey. and fish is the most I would have. No turkey. No turkey. On average, but I mean, yeah. I did break every, now and, every now, and yeah. then. now and then. But that's you know that's that's pretty much how I eat, and it, it's not boring. You can find, especially in LA and or big cities, mm-hmm. you can find easy easy meals. And your taste buds, your taste buds change. Well, at least for me, when I went vegan, you, your taste buds change. They actually become a little bit more alive. They become a little yeah. bit more mm-hmm. more sensitive to salt, exactly, and, more to, yeah, and yeah. sugar. And so mm-hmm. when you actually have good food, you taste it so much more. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The less so. sugar you have in your system, the more you actually really do taste things. You too. crave. Yeah. 
interesting. And so uh, on that note, are, are you a big pumpkin spice latte fan? The truth um, comes out. <laughs> I love pumpkin spice latte. I don't know if I how much of a fan, but I want to um, hear about this. What's going on? Yeah, so Ryan, what about you? Um, well, I'm from the South, so we did... Um, what is it? Uh, the sweet potato. So we were mostly leaned towards sweet potato pies and stuff like that. We didn't get into pumpkin so much. Oh, okay. yeah, but, but, but yeah. even that almost got but that, that smell spice. a little bit, right? Yeah, sweet yeah, potatoes got that little. Yeah, yeah. Because so from the south, so do... everything was delicious. So yeah, everything yeah. was good. Yeah. Everything <laughs> had butter and bunch sauce. Of butter, a you know, bunch of ice cream on the side. Greens was out the house. You know? to go. <laughs> um, so pumpkin spice. So here's what I thought was interesting about this. So we, we are, it actually is like scientific, scientifically addictive, um, especially when it's combined with sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem that I find, or this article really illuminated myself to, was that pumpkin spice is really ground cinnamon, nutmeg, dried ginger, and some clover allspice. That's all it is mixed together. So no together. pumpkin? There's no pumpkin, but that, yeah, that's the spice that creates pumpkin spice. Wow. But... Wow. What we get in our commercial pumpkin spice lattes, and I don't know about Starbucks in particular, uh-huh. but um, commercially they've made these made this chem- these chemicals to trick us to give us the aroma of those natural ingredients, mm-hmm. and so um, and that's what's addictive. Sounds and that's right. what's addictive, uh-huh. especially when you couple it with sugar, because all uh-huh. of a sudden it gives us that sort of feeling of oh, this is what we're supposed to have for fall, right? Mm-hmm. And it, we've all been anticipating this for fall, so mm-hmm. now we all have a mental tie to these pumpkin yeah. spice things. I want to go sure get a pumpkin spice latte right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm certain, hearing all yeah. the fake yeah. stuff that's in it. Yeah. I'm sure that's a strategy. You yeah. want more. You, you want, want more. Some. You want more. Yeah, yeah. Um, and funny enough, um, that odor that, that they mimic, they mm. find that odor is about 80% of your um, taste. So that's why you're able to taste the pumpkin spice just by smelling it, even though it's chemicals and it's not the natural ingredients. So obviously the recommendation is to have the natural ingredients of pumpkin spice. And you can actually put it in something like a pumpkin soup or Mm -hmm. vegetables. It doesn't need to be in this latte that's also coupled with sugar. So if you're going to have pumpkin spice, you want it to be the natural organic and you want it to separate it from your sugar. Who came up with this concoction of spice to make it addictive? Like who came up with this... Well, it, you this know, mixture, like it's interesting, you know. Getting paid oh, well, it a lot tastes of money good, but that's, big companies. yeah. <laughs> well, it, uh, actually, like I think I want to say, it might have originated even in India because uh, oh. when you have these, because they weren't putting sugar with it, so uh-huh. they're, they're using it for like your chana vegetables and your um, beans and what have you. And so you're getting a savory taste of that pumpkin spice mixture. But when you add it to sugar, it becomes something else, a different beast altogether. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the problem. Shaka, you're so knowledgeable. I know. So, well, I, well, like, well, that's well, how you well, get to the 4% well, I, body fat. <laughs> right? Well, I, I had to look into it because I'm saying, why am I addicted to pumpkin spice lattes? Yeah, yeah. You know? And it, it's all about that marketing. Like, why mm-hmm. do I have this innate craving for it when I really don't know mm-hmm. what it is? Or, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think once you understand your cravings and why they're there, then it's easier to overcome. To overcome it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Because Starbucks was brilliant when they get, came out with the pumpkin spice latte in 03. Mm-hmm. And then they had just a great marketing campaign. And not even they really foresaw how prevalent it would yeah. get and how like we'd all be tied to it. It's, it's like a seasonal thing that you just yeah. want. You yeah. know, like you're ready to hear the Jingle Bells music around Christmas. Yeah, right. exactly. You ready to get a pumpkin spice? Oh, yeah. And, and just all the images of fall are now evoked uh-huh. in our head. So they do say try to separate from sugar and you can use pumpkin spice but on different things. You know, be experimental, be creative with it. Yeah. And when you do use it with vegetables or things that are not sugar, obviously you're going to get the benefits of those underlying vegetables too. Mm. So have what's you... the scientific reason why I love eggnog lot? <laughs> I'll have to I'm obsessed with eggnog. Maybe it's the rum. Oh, maybe. You'll have to come back in December. <laughs> That's a different type of eggnog latte. <laughs> we'll get you on that one. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit more about this event tomorrow that your guys are having for the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, uh, Disney and El Capitan Pier on Hollywood Boulevard is throwing a little throwback Thursday 
uh, screening of The Mighty Ducks. And it's going to be me and uh, Matt Doherty, who plays Averman. We're going to be kind of promoting it and going to be there. And there's going to be a little bit of press and it's going to be some fun games. And so uh, if anybody's in the L.A. area, they should definitely come down to El Capitan Theater and they tomorrow just, at 7 p.m. They just go? Do they have to like, buy tickets? Do they have to sign up somewhere? T- I, t- I think you can go online with mm-hmm. El Capitan or... Am I saying that right? El Capitan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. El Capitan. El Capitan. El Capitan. I think you can go online or you could just go to the theater uh, prior. I think the doors open at 6, so I mean, the, I think the screen starts at 7, so doors open at 6. I think you could just show up at... El Capitan Theater on Hollywood so, Boulevard. So, do you get a lot of fitness questions from the Mighty Ducks fans? Because they must go. I do. Lately, yeah. it's uh, I, lately I've been posting a lot more. I'm, I've been trying to get more into the fitness game. I'm, I'm I want to go back to school and, and take some nutrition classes. And I really mm-hmm. want to like get involved in the fitness world because mm-hmm. I, I do get a lot of questions, and I I have done it. I've gone from uh, you know fat kid to yeah. to an overweight. A young adult to now losing all the weight and kind of busting my butt. So I kind of want to share it with the world. And these, a lot of people have been hitting me up on Instagram and on Uh Facebook and asking me questions. And sometimes I don't know the answer and Mm. (laughs) I want to get into it so I can know the answer. How often are you recognized? Lately, a little more. It's been happening really? recently because of social media. I think I've been recognized uh, yeah. more. But and um, you were on Gossip Girl. Gossip yeah. Girl, I get recognized a lot for. Okay. Still, yeah. But um, you know, often, but <laughs> like, not yeah. often enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bring it yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's crazy. I mean, that's actually kind of why I got into fitness because I was mm-hmm. in shape, and then people kept asking me these questions. I didn't know the answers to, and I was like, oh wait, if people think I'm an expert, why don't I just become the expert? Yeah. yeah. The truth, and the more research you do, yeah. it, the less you want to eat bad. Yeah. Much. Well, the truth yeah. is, like, to be fit. It's all, all it really takes is consistency, consistency, well, I can't say yeah. consistency, uh-huh. and a plan. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Like, just, I wake up every morning, I go to the gym, I go for a run, I eat well, and that's about it. Yeah. I mean, that really, it really, that's all it takes. It's then discipline. There's, there's yeah. more things to know once you get into deeper levels of how to get fit and, you know, what muscle groups to work on. But ultimately, that's the baseline, just be consistent and... So keep a plan. So, like, if someone who's a novice and like they're a fan of yours, and they go, "Well, how did you start? Like, how did you go from that kid?" Because I think a lot of people have trouble starting. They, like, right. once you're in it, you kind of start yeah. to understand. But how do you tell that person? You need that momentum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. motivate them. Um, <laughs> I, I guess just you gotta imagine. You gotta imagine. You gotta believe that it's gonna happen. I mean, it can happen. It, it. I. If somebody's five hundred pounds, and it's gonna take them a couple years to get to one hundred and eighty. It will happen. It's, you know, it, uh-huh. ultimately it will happen. So I think it's about imagination and just realizing that you will get there. And, you know, the first couple months, first year maybe might suck. Yeah. But it's going to get, it's going to happen. I think it's just all about just perception. So when yeah. you say imagine, you mean visualize yourself small? Visualize. <laughs> visualize yourself in the bikini. Yeah, there you And then go. by a few there more months, go. you might be able to put two on. And then you buy <laughs> the bikini well, or do you? Within, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. within a couple of weeks or a month, you'll start seeing changes. You'll actually start oh. seeing changes, and that's where the momentum starts kicking in. So I think you just get past that first rough area. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do stuff like that? Maybe buy something or like have a goal in mind? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Vision you always board, have to. I haven't done a vision board. Vision board, okay. I gotta do that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen a lot of people doing it. I went to my friend's house. They had a big vision board. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. this yeah. is cool. Because yeah. last year around this time, I said I want to be a part of Black Hollywood Live. 
It worked. Oh, it, it was happens. on the vision board. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be a guest on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to put it on your vision board, David. <laughs> um, what are you working on currently? Uh, right now, I just finished a film called The Bone Box, which is uh, a horror film. And Ooh. it was my first uh, bad guy role, which I was... Really, really I love how you dropped it. your eyebrows when you yeah, said bad guy. It's yeah, my bad like, guy role. Like That's a bad guy face. Yeah. <laughs> bad guy. Um, yeah, I loved it. I loved playing roles like that, and it was something that just I just enjoyed it thoroughly. So yeah. that I just finished. Um, I'm in the process of writing a short that I'm hoping to film within the next couple months. So staying busy. Yeah, and, and working out. And yeah, doing say, yeah. How are you? Two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, how are you balancing <laughs> that when you're when you're shooting or filming or auditioning and traveling? How yeah. are you balancing that? Um, you know, I got a, a little planner in my phone and, oh, nice. uh, like a, a, an app or like just, you have a written, oh, I just have it in my, in my oh, phone. Okay, nice. I actually have it on my, on my, in my phone and on a, a, an actual planner that I have to write in cause I'm old school. Uh, I, sometimes nice. I forget that it's there and I need that as well. But, um, yeah, just plan it out. I, you know, staying prepared, staying prepared. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. Nice. Very cool. Um, I just want to thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. Um, so, again, where is it going to be? El Capitan Theater? El Capitan Theater, Hollywood Boulevard, 6 p.m. doors open, 7 p.m. is the screen. Mm. Awesome. I have a question for you. What yeah. is your favorite movie you've been in? Because it, it was My entertainment for, yeah. all, for us yeah. as kids, for sure. What is your favorite movie? I think Heavyweights. I love, I love The Mighty Ducks, and it? I know The Ducks is a classic. And kind yeah. Of like, uh, yeah, I actually just saw it uh, a couple months ago. A friend of mine really wanted to watch it, and I watched uh-huh. it with them. And is that weird for you? It was a little weird. Uh-huh. Or, um, or, do you, or do you have a bad cheat day, and then you go, and then yeah, I, go yeah. <laughs> I want to watch oh, no, Heavyweights, yeah. and then I want to go back uh, to the gym. Yeah. I'm when doing was, better. I'm doing yeah. better yeah, After you ate the nuggets, you uh, put on Heavyweights. Exactly. <laughs> like, okay, we're going to go run tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love it. I watched, I mean, that was Judd Apatow's first movie, and you could see his mm-hmm. kind of stamp on it. And it's, uh, that was his first movie? Yeah, it was oh, his first movie that he, that he wrote and produced, and uh, mm-hmm. I loved it. I just I love watching it. I, I actually like when I watched it. I kind of took myself out of it for a second. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that was me. Yeah. Or I uh-huh. did. But I just kind of like took. I separated myself and watched it for it, it being the film that it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought it was genius. And you thought you nailed it. I, and then <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I the award-winning scene right there. That's so cool. And you yeah. know, I, I know that has to be interesting being an adult, but still watching your child self. Like even when yeah. I go through photo albums and see yeah. pictures of myself, it seems like, oh, uh, like that? who is that chick? So it's I can weird. only imagine if I'm talking and, and like, saying lines. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like it's, a piece it's, of your history. It's fun. To watch. It's fun. I mean. I, Ultimately, I hate watching myself. Yeah, especially well, when I'm a kid because I'm just yeah. like, oh, what did I, why did I make that choice right there? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's fun because I get to remember the scenes. I remember uh-huh. shooting a lot of the scenes and the stuff that was happening behind the scenes. So as I'm watching a scene, you kind of remember all yeah. that came along <laughs> and with it. It's cut, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you, you had no idea at the time of like, I guess, the iconic movie it would become. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Mighty Ducks for sure. Not. Yeah. I mean, the Mighty Ducks. Huge. I had yeah. we had no idea. We thought it was. I mean, all films, no matter how big they are. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy that well, I filmed. Then you know that. Well, that was yeah. a fun thing to be part of. But, I mean, even then, you have a $200 million budget. And movies are, are just, they're just put together. They're just thrown together. Yeah. I mean, even when it's a huge budget, things are not organized. Yeah, we've seen some things fall flat. Yeah. Huge budgets, yeah. <laughs> yeah, things are not organized. People don't know. They're, they're piecing it together. They're going to fix it in post. They're going to do yeah. things. So it's like... Nothing. You, when when you're in it, you don't really realize the magnitude yeah. of what it becomes to an audience. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't the lead in Geely, which is like a great thing. <laughs> you know that Ben. Yeah, Alex, I would have taken that. That was, a, <laughs> that was underrated. Come on, Geely <laughs> that, was awesome. That felt mm-hmm. so bad. <laughs> oh my god. 
And were, how was it being a child actor? Were they always people taking pictures of you? Um, how was fame at, at, in, it I won't say adolescence, but... I know. lived in New York, so mm-hmm. I, I took public transportation when I was a kid. Oh. And there, were, there was a couple months after it was released that I couldn't take public transportation, mm-hmm. uh, which was... At first, I was like, yes. <laughs> were you interested famous. in girls? Uh-huh. Were you interested in girls uh, yeah. at that age? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you were young, right? Like, yeah. What, 10? <laughs> I was like 13, oh, 14. Oh, oh, oh. You should have said, ill, yucky. Girl. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't good with girls. Oh, okay. I was a little chubby been. kid. And yeah. even though I was in all these movies, you were I was like, still like, Duff. oh, geez, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I loved it until, like, maybe a couple weeks after. I was like, okay, I really want to take the bus again yeah. but you know now that I got older I'm like I, I want to I want to get I want that again I want to get back famous I don't want to be able to take a bus I think it's mm-hmm. so interesting I, th- I feel like in the social media age if that movie came out today and had the same resonance uh-huh. like all of a sudden it would you would never be able to go outside yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like it, it's uh, true I, I feel like now stars are really able to get their word out and their voice out with social media and like stay stay out and stay mm-hmm. present so something think, as simple as it being on Netflix would just oh, revamp everything yeah because yeah. all that whole new generation will watch that and be like, oh my God, we love this. Yeah. I know. There's so you know? many like platforms TV. out there, too, for things mm-hmm. to get out. So are, sure. are, they, are they on Netflix now? Yeah, both of them are Netflix. Oh, Mighty Ducks awesome. is on Netflix? Mighty Ducks and Heavyweights okay, on Netflix. Yeah, I got my oh, evening plan. Yeah, yeah, I got my night. And who? I think. I think okay. so. Really? Yeah. I usually peruse the peruse. That's my fancy oh, word. Wow. I like that. Like yeah. I peruse. Okay. I peruse. SATs kind yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> I usually look through the family and, you know, section on Netflix, yeah. but I've never seen it yet. Or I oh, haven't really? seen yeah. it yet. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Netflix, get it on there. Yeah. Well, we'll be checking tonight for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just noticed that this was Fit Club was like the Fight Club. So Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you have I'm entered slow. the fit club, I'm my friend. <laughs> well, I, I again, was wondering why I look so familiar. You're right. yeah. <laughs> again, my friend, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for awesome. having me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you very much. We learned yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, guys, again, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Where can they find And I you? am yeah. Funny Sarai on, well, just forget about the funny. But anyways, on, <laughs> on, uh, Twitter and, um, on Twitter and Instagram, it's F-U-N-N-Y-S-A-Y-R-I-E. This helps me remember. And on uh, Facebook is Sarai, S-A-Y-R-I-E. Mr. Schwartz. And I'm Aaron Schwartz, and you can find me at 2 a.m. eating 25 chicken nuggets <laughs> in my house. under the No, uh, Aaron Schwartz 11, at Aaron Schwartz 11 on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. Cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, We would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Hollywood Redefined. Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.